This is the Mile High Five podcast with Carl Jensen and Doug Cunnington. We have authentic conversations about the journey to Phi, health, happiness, and some very odd tangents. We interview Phi experts, side hustlers, people on their way to Phi, and those who have reached the other side. Join us every week, and if you want the show notes and links and all that other stuff, head over to milehighfi.com. Hello, world. Welcome to the Mile High Fi podcast. I'm Carl Jensen with my co-host. I'm Doug Cunnington. Doug, what are we going to talk about today? We're going to get a little update on fitness. And if people haven't been keeping up, we talked about fitness a few times, and it turned out to be a fairly popular topic. And we've been giving little updates along the way. And right now, it is uh, the end of June. And... One interesting thing is we did say we were going to do some sort of a shirtless um, picture photo session thing, and it was going to be like in the June time frame, but it hasn't happened. And a lot a lot of people have been asking me about it. I mean, I'm, I'm getting all sorts of DMs. A lot of people in the DMs asking me to take my shirt off. They're not listeners, but, you know, it's happening. Anyway, so we're going to get an update about our fitness, our diet, how we feel about our bodies, and that sort of thing. So, Carl, how do you feel after doing the 5K? And tell us a little about the 5K over the past weekend here. Yeah, so I did a 5K. We have a local place here called Shoes and Brews, which is half shoe store, half nano brewery, which is a pretty weird combination, but it works really well if you're ever in Longmont and like running and or beer, you should definitely visit. I ran a 5K and I did not train for it much at all, except for three runs, like eight days before the race. And it, it wasn't good. I beat my last time. I beat my last 5K time, which is in the fall. That one was like 35 and a half minutes. This one I did like 34 minutes on the dot. But my all-time best, which I did a couple of years ago, was 29 minutes. So there's a big difference. That's a five-minute difference. So uh, and I think the main thing was, well, two things. I was training more and I weighed a little bit less when I did the 29 minute one. So my goal is to get back down to a sub 30 minute time for the next shoes and brews 5k, which is in the fall. Okay. And you did have a little sort of a mini competition with someone and you, you beat him, right? The, there was a, there was a little kid that you were racing, right? I did have a competition. It was with a five-year-old. It was with uh, Jake Simon's son. He, uh, Jake was on the episode. We'll put a link to that in the show notes. Uh, and yeah, Jake's a, a great runner. Yeah, I think he ran it in 17 minutes and his boys are runners too. So his five-year-old was determined to beat me. He stated that as his goal. Let me tell you, he plays dirty. He he, he went all out to win. <laughs> Anytime I try to pass him up, he would like look back and actually try to, to block me, which is not cool. Uh, way, to, way to go, kid. But it turned out he did not win. But now he's more motivated than ever to beat me. He was... I don't think he was pretty happy with his loss. He did not take it well. He wouldn't communicate. He would only communicate to me and with grunts after that. So he didn't take it well, but uh, yeah, we'll have a rematch in about six months from now. It's good to have a nemesis, you know, that's, that's cool. It's weird that it's a five-year-old. Yeah. Even if their legs are one third of the length of of your legs. Yeah. And I I mean, I, I'm making fun of you, but I didn't even run it. You know, I just showed up for beer later. I uh, have a, a bad Achilles, and I use it as an excuse every chance I get. 
Although the, the sad thing is I actually love to run and I am trying to get the Achilles back under control. But I just showed up for beer later and that was pretty fun. How do you fix your Achilles? Is that like, can you do physical therapy on that or do you just have to wait it out? So physical therapy can help. The waiting out doesn't work because I've been trying to do that. So I did go to physical therapy maybe like, I guess it was about a year, year and a half ago and, you know, did various exercises and iced it and rolled it and had, you know, it's sort of a, a sports massage, which I think helps, helps quite a bit. And it got less swollen and less sort of inflamed, but it slowly came back and it's, I mean, it's so much work, honestly. I mean, it's so much work to get it to not be swollen it's like more time than I would actually spend running or doing the activity. And I've, at some point I was like, ah, maybe I'll just walk and hike and, you know, do a less strenuous workout or at least not run, you know, take the load off of the Achilles. So it, it was kind of under control, but then it got um, swollen again. But I mean, it's like all those, all those exercises and all the, you know, the balance exercises and then like icing it and, Literally, it would be like hours a day. I mean, you don't have to do that much, but it's like if you're icing all the time, like that takes up time and it's kind of a pain and all that. So yeah, waiting it out doesn't help. Uh, Jake, actually, he had the same symptoms and issue that that I have with my Achilles, but he's been able to like, you know, continue training and, and work through it. And, you know, he he figured it out, but I haven't yet. So I have an idea since Jake runs so quickly, I think to handicap him, and this will be a race against Jake and I, but to handicap him, um, he can carry you on his back. That that could work. I still don't think I would beat Jake, but I, I'd have more of a chance then. And your Achilles <laughs> issue is solved. You could be have like a little whip like they do with the horses. I don't know what that thing is. Yeah. You get it get some kind of uh it's like a large backpack you know when you hike and you got the kid on your back it can just be like a big one of those i'll have like my arms hanging out and, and, and then your drinking could start like you could drink you don't have to wait till the end of the race <laughs> to have the beer part of the shoes and bruise 5k you could start right then that sounds like a perfect idea i could wear one of those helmets with uh the beer cans on there okay so fitness wise now one one thing that can really screw up fitness and your diet is travel. And we both took trips. I know for myself, I ate and drank like a fool. So I was like eating just really, really high calorie, high carb stuff, which I usually, you know, I don't have too many high carb starchy foods. I usually get that from the beer that I drink, which I also drank <laughs> on the trip. I had a lot of beer. And in, in a, the episode that we talked about our travels, I was like, ah, oh, the, the San Diego beer was, was very good, but I wasn't like blown away because, you know, beers are much better now, just in general, across the board, beers are a lot better. That said, I still, I actually didn't allude to how much I drank. So we, I mean, we would go and get samples. We went to several breweries and tap rooms and there were more days than not where I had a beer before 11 a.m., you know? So I really did enjoy the beer there. I just wasn't like, oh my God, I've never had beer like this in my life. It was all very good and we drank a lot of beer. So my diet was wrecked. It messed up my sleep 
and I drank a lot of beer. So how, how'd you fare on the uh, travel and fitness area? Well, before I get into it, that sounds like a pretty great vacation. I didn't even know most taps, tap rooms open before 11 a.m., but maybe they do it different in Southern California. I guess I could see that. Well, we planned to have, we had beer at the uh, the Airbnb, so. Ah, okay. <laughs> Pre-game. Yeah, so before I went to Germany, I told another friend, and he was like, oh, man, you're going to love the the bread there, all, all the bakery stuff. I'm like, ah, shit, because that's my weakness. I love bread. I don't know how. I'd rather be dead than be one of those gluten-free people who have to be gluten-free. It's, it's not quite that bad, sorry, gluten-free people. But, man, I love bread. And that turned out to be a mixed bag because when you order, like Germany is very big on sausages and bratwurst and all that, and they never serve it in a bun. You just get like a pile of them on your plate, or at least we never saw it in a bun. So that was good. We avoided those carbs. And you would eat that with sauerkraut, maybe potato salad, starchy, but not much of that. So that was good. The bad thing was they do have all kinds of really good bakery stuff everywhere, like pretzels. We were in this place and they were selling these massive pretzels. It was like twice as big as my head. And it was awesome. It was so good. And every day there was probably a pretzel in my life, which is not good. And that they had beer there too. But the good thing about that is their beers are a little bit lighter and lesser alcohol than American beers. So I think they had less calories but still you go on vacation here's what gets me doug this might be something you would never think of like if there's free food i will eat it i do intermittent fasting but then you go to these hotels and they have the free breakfast and it was a nice breakfast too like we had points so we stayed at this uh, airport hyatt only five thousand points and they just had this spread of all this stuff and do you know what they eat for breakfast in germany doug yeah cake every time we had <laughs> breakfast at a german hotel and i don't know maybe this is just a hotel thing but i think they do actually eat it like full-on cake for breakfast and every time i see cake I, I have to eat it especially if it's free so that was probably the number one thing that do me just the free breakfast because i'm like you know if i eat this and i don't have to eat a little bit i could save a little bit on food later on but i'm still going to eat lunch and dinner too which i wouldn't have normally so yeah, it didn't work out well for me. I was probably four or five pounds heavier by the time I got back and that sense come down a little bit. But yeah, vacations are never good for at least my diet and I'm not sure how to balance that. The other thing I don't want to do is you're, especially with us, we have kids, so our time is limited in a place. The last thing I want to do is be at the gym health club in a treadmill for an hour or eh, I guess running in a park might be a little bit better, but it doesn't seem like the my the favorite use of my time when I'm in a destination where I really want to see stuff and get out. Mm -hmm. It is, yeah, it's tough. And we were at an Airbnb, so we didn't have like a little gym to work out. And you know, like you said, on vacation, you don't want to be in like the little you know crappy gym, like on the bad treadmill or whatever. The good part, you know, since we were at the beach, we walked a lot, so. There were several days where I got like 20,000 steps and we went to like Balboa Park and walked a, a bunch there and I didn't do any real strength training or anything like that, even though, you know, I could have done push-ups and a couple other body weight type exercises. The only thing I did, um, David Boyer, did I say his name right? Yes. Nailed it. So David Boyer and I were walking past uh, this this little uh, like outdoor gym area that had pull up bars and like dip 
uh, bars and like jump boxes and a bunch of other stuff, just a little open outdoor gym. So the only thing I did was pull-ups. So he and I had a little pull-up contest and he won. <laughs> he won. He beat me by one. He made me go first. So he knew how many he would have to do. But I don't know if he could have done more if he was like sandbagging and he was like, I'll just beat Doug by one. But that was the only uh, weight training that I did. So did you do any anything? I did zero. Okay. Well, you got to give the body a rest sometimes. <laughs> you know, if you're, if you work out as hard as me and you do, then you got to take like a week off every couple months or something. Yeah. We, we did do a, a bike tour, which was great, like six, 16 miles. And we did do a ton of walking, uh, but it wasn't enough to overcome the calories I consumed. Yeah. Now for me, I guess, even though I, you know, described pretty well how I ate like a fool, um, I don't think I gained any weight. You know, part of it is like knowing, I mean, again, we were at the beach all the time. So like, there's a ton of people that are in shape. So maybe while I ate bad foods, maybe I didn't eat huge quantities. So Elizabeth and I almost always split a meal when we go out just because like servings are so big and we just know that we'll overeat if we both get an entree. So we split split our food almost every time we go out. Do you guys do any of that? or We do do that. We usually default to doing that when we go out. I guess in Germany, thinking on the portions, they're a little bit smaller. But even there, we did share at least one meal. Okay. Now, how how are you feeling about your body? Um, not so hot at the moment. A month ago, I was in better shape than I'm at now. But now I'm wrapping it up. I'm trying to get to the gym every day. Yesterday, I was there for about two and a half hours. And yeah, I'm going to try to go a little bit crazier to make up for my indulgence in Germany. Mm-hmm. And you were a little busy right before heading out, right? Like a, a lot of things to wrap up. And I think you weren't able to work out as much, right? That is correct. And um, that means I'm doing something wrong in my life. It, we ended up buying a house, which is, an, we've already had that episode. We'll put a link to that in the show notes. <laughs> it's just an accident. You were walking down the sidewalk, you tripped, and then you bought a house. It, it was almost <laughs> like that. Uh, listen to that episode. We'll link to it. But that I, I've put rules around it where I don't want it to consume my time like I would let house projects do in the past. But still, you, you have to go to a closing. You have to go there and figure out all the all the appliances and all that stuff. Uh, people are going to stay there, so we had to clean it up a little bit. So you can, I did say I'm not going to work on the house, but still I missed workouts because of that house, which is not good. And Mm -hmm. that is not going to happen for the rest of summer. And then did you guys have to like lightly furnish it since you have like guests coming, coming through and stuff? Yes, we, we have. It is Uh, funny enough. It's pretty much all furnished. A friend left me with his pickup truck for a week and like, okay, I've got access to a truck. I'm going to see what's on Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist and what deals are at the furniture store. So, yeah, it's got two beds. Yeah, it's pretty much all set up at this point. Wow, that's cool. And then kitchen stuff too. Did you like get a minimal kitchen set up, a couple plates or whatever? Uh, yeah, we actually do have that. Uh, funny enough, we closed on our house on Thursday and then our community had a garage sale on Saturday, two days later. So we were able oh, to get- wow. A ton of stuff there. Toaster oven for ten bucks. Outdoor set for forty bucks. Like pretty, pretty nice stuff too. 
Awesome. Yeah. So you're going to get back on track and you're feeling pretty good about it. Yeah, I will get back on track. I'm going to hold off on the pictures for maybe another couple weeks at least though. Okay. I have an idea. Well, and my, my feelings on my body are generally positive. I did have a little mishap with some sunscreen. So I did a pretty good job. You know, I'm a fair skinned, very freckly person and, you know, try to put a lot of sunscreen on. I got this new tattoo as well. So I'm trying to keep that um, protected. And we were, truth be told, we were on the beach drinking a little beer, you know, and we're having a good time. And I got in the water a little bit and then we were out there just longer than I expected. It was kind of an overcast day, but then it got sunny and I had plenty of sunscreen on, good to go. We're under umbrella. And then we started uh, doing some beach sports and tossing a ball or some kind of thing. And I, I was in the sun a lot more. And basically, I missed this little strip um, like underneath my armpits and it got burned. So there's like these red marks like right here. And um, they faded away. It actually peeled a little bit, but it was really just like an inch strip like right over my armpit that got a little sun and it looked really stupid. Was that the clothing optional beach or was this the normal open to the public beach? This was the just normal beach. Okay. Yeah. As we talked about before, you got to be careful at the other kind of beach that you apply sunblock in all the right places. Yeah. And and in that case, you may use uh, some of the spray stuff, you know, because you were talking about how the sensitivity, you know, rubbing lotion in certain areas could lead to uh, other results. (laughs) Yeah. If you apply it yourself, you might get up the cops called on you. If you have your, your spouse apply it, it might look like you're up to something else. Like, what do you do? Hey, honey, I, I need some more sunblock. Mm-hmm. I've already applied it 16 times. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, I just don't want to get burned. Apply it more. It's, bur- it's burning. <laughs> so, okay. And, oh, but, but otherwise, uh, yeah, I feel pretty good. I was, I was in decent shape and I, I, I'm kind of at a spot where I'm like, I think if I actually wanted to like get in better shape, I would have to watch my diet a lot more closely, drink less beer. I think my activity level is probably okay. I could probably, you know, lift weights a little bit heavier, but I think it's probably mostly my diet. And I would have to change up the macros, eat a little more protein and just cut the calories a bit. Yeah. I'm pretty slappy with that. Yeah, I think that's my core problem too. It's a little bit different with kids. Like we actually have to restrict them because, hey, dad, I'm going to make a plate of cookies. I'm like, ah, crap. And then you see him sitting there and yeah. Uh, three hours later, you've eaten six cookies, which is bad. But it's it's not their fault. It's my willpower. It's all on me. Yeah. I think that's how it is for most of this stuff, right? Like it's always going to be a little bit of a more of a struggle for most people, but if you really want it, you're going to figure out a way to do it. You're going to figure out a way to get to the gym or to eat broccoli instead of yet another pretzel or whatever. Mm-hmm. One thing with the travel, I did notice um, there's so many pretzel shops in the airports now. What happened? Why are pretzels so fucking popular now? Are they that good? Maybe they're the new Cinnabon or something. I, I, I don't know. I'll have to watch that. I'm going to be in an airport soon on my way to the West Coast. So, yeah. Yeah. I'll keep an eye out. Like Auntie Anne's or whatever. The Yeah. And then there's another one, too, I hadn't heard of. It rhymes with pretzel, but I don't know what it is. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? I don't think so. Are you, are you a pretzel fan? Or 
I mean, I'm fine with, I mean, I would have some, but like we're talking about, it's literally, um, it's like, you know, it's bread and I love bread and I'll eat the whole loaf or whatever. So I try to stay away from it and get my, that sort of carb from beer. So I know it's a trade-off and I know the beers have carbs, but that's my, that's my justification. Got it. So I love pretzels and I, they look buttery and they smell pretty good. So, I, I mean, I, I understand why they're getting more popular or maybe they were always popular and I just never paid attention. Yeah. Maybe it's a recency bias thing. Like yeah. Talking about pretzels. I'll have to watch out for that. Yeah. You get the big pretzel lobby too. So, okay. One idea that I thought, and I know, you know, by the time this comes out, people may not be able to take advantage to see this in person. And I, I don't know if it's really a good idea or if the campfire organizers will let us do this, but we're going to be recording some live shows and I can't think of a better way to unveil our bodies than to do it live in front of a studio audience, get all oiled up and do our show live. Oh my God. This is a religious camp. We might be kicked out for doing something like that. They might think we're doing something even more nefarious. What about pasties? We can get some mile high five pasties, put them you know, right on the nipples. You know what I'm doing? <laughs> Maybe we could have an audience giveaway too. I don't know. For, of the pasties or it's like you get to put the pasties on. The, the pasty, no, an audience giveaway of the pasties of our mesh green tank top of our upcoming thong. I mean, all kinds of products that probably are inappropriate for this venue, but yeah. at least we'd go out with a bang. Yeah, the last camp five that we go to that we're ever invited to. We they wouldn't even let us pay to go after that. Um, now nah, I don't I don't know if we'll do that because you may not be ready yet, and there'd be a lot of people. You know, it's one thing to be at the beach; everyone is you know has their shirt off or they're in a swimsuit. But when everyone else is dressed normally and you're just walking around with your shirt off, that's odd. Are you going to? <laughs> it would be odd. Are you going to hoop loggers the logger? fest beer fest that we have in town coming up okay so that one is what this place does Wibby brewing sets up a bunch of pools so that would be a a place to be naturally topless and fit in okay you've been before do did you take your shirt off when you were there before actually i have not been only jake has been okay Okay, I'll I'll have to see, you know, the pools, but that sounds like a good option too. But I mean, it's just a week after, so if we're going to do it, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll figure something out at Camp Fi. Yeah. Camp Fi after, after dark. Okay, cool. Any other thoughts on uh, fitness? Or, or do you have a do you have a plan? Are you doing anything specific cuz you were like, I'm going to get back on track, so do you have like a some kind of benchmark in your mind or like routine or system? for the next couple of weeks here? You know, I'm just going for it at the gym. I used to kind of separate my weight exercises and cardio. So yesterday what I did is I started out with a two mile walk and then I did a pull up and push up like back and chest workout. And then after that, I jumped on that stair machine, the little mini escalator thing. I can't remember what those are called. Um, yeah, I'm just going to go crazy and, and do everything. I know you're not going to put on muscle weight while you're doing cardio and, and different diets and all that, but yeah, I'm just going to go a little bit bonkers, I think, and see what happens for the next month or so. Awesome. That sounds good. And um, yeah, we'll catch you all on the next episode. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the show. That was the Mile High Five podcast, and I'm Doug Cunnington. 
the balder host, and Carl Jensen is the cool, sexy one. If you dig the show, please do three things for us. Number one, tell a friend, a family member, an enemy about the show. We really don't care who you tell. Maybe forward them a specific show that you know that they will like. It's the single most helpful thing that you can do to spread the word. It's like giving us a virtual high five and uh, actually we don't give high fives in, in person. So the virtual kind's pretty good. And more importantly, your friend or family member or even your enemy will appreciate the fact that you were thinking of them. Number two, make sure you're following or subscribed on your podcast app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, YouTube, whatever you're using, and that way you won't miss a show. And number three, please leave us a rating and review. We read them on the show occasionally, and you might hear yours out there on an upcoming episode. Quick disclaimer, this show is not financial or legal advice. I'd actually be surprised if it sounded like it. It's really just for entertainment, and that's at least what we're hoping for. But seriously, get advice from professionals. Carl and I are just two guys with microphones that sit in my basement and talk. So we'll catch y'all next week.